This program is presented by CreamCityUSA.com. This is Lorne Green. He's gone away for to stay a little while. But he's coming back if he goes 10,000 miles. It's a spring day in early April. New grass growing on the green Tennessee hillside. Fish playing tag in the creek. Birds sending their sweet notes into the air. To mingle with a young girl's sweet, sad song of love. Oh, who will tie my shoe? And who will glove my hand? And who will kiss my ruby lips when he is gone? Miss Dobert? Miss Dobert? Miss Dobert? You hear me calling you? No, Mammy, I didn't. I'm sorry. Is it Papa? Is he worse? He's awake now. And I thought you might take some broth up to him. Yes, of course. But I doubt he'll take any. You know Papa. How stubborn he can be. Oh, but you can get around him. (laughs) I've seen you do it easy enough when you want a new dress or a petticoat. Oh, Mammy, I don't want Papa to die. I know, child. I know. Anything happens to Papa, nothing will ever be the same again. Change can be hard when it comes. So you come along in now, Miss Jobeth. There's a storm brewing. And that's only the beginning of our story. Mutual Radio Theater, a new adventure in radio listening. Five nights of exceptional entertainment every week, brought to you in Elliot Lewis's production of the Mutual Radio Theater. Our story, The Legend of Gibson Holler by Shirley Gordon. Our star, Tony Tenniel. Mutual Radio Theater is brought to you by Sears, a name that means quality and value. A name that you can count on for service and dependability. Sears where America shops for value. Product value. Sears Laboratories work to maximize that value for you. Its manufacturing consultants work with products and their manufacturers to cut production costs. One example is our power spray carpet cleaner. Its plastic parts require molds to form them. Molds are expensive, especially certain designs. So our manufacturing consultants recommended designs that cut mold costs. End result, a better value for you. Sears Laboratories. One reason Sears is where America shops for value. It happens in every city. First neglect, then decay, then the fires. And when the city, state, and federal programs run out, and even landlords disappear, what's left? People. Many with no help and no hope except for Vista. Volunteers in service to America helping restore neighborhoods by developing the programs people need to help themselves. Put yourself where you're needed. Call Vista, 800-424-8580. Vista often means the difference between help and no help at all. A public service of this station and action.
Spring, 1861. The season that celebrates new life is shadowed by gathering thunderclouds of change and death. Papa? Is that you, Joe Bear? Mammy said you were awake. How you feeling, Papa? Don't waste your young days worrying about your old Papa. I brought you some broth. Please take some to build up your strength. Please, Papa. Mammy sent you to work your wiles on me, I suppose. I told her you'd be stubborn about it. Well, you match your stubbornness to mine whenever you have a man to. Then I'm here to see that you drink this. Here, let me help you. <coughs> Papa? <coughs> Papa, are you all right? I'd rather we talk. I have something I I want to say to you while I still can. Papa, don't talk like that. I won't have it, you hear? <laughs> you sound so much like your mother sometimes. It pleasures me. Oh, there's the feel of winter in this room. Let me open the curtains. Even though a storm's brewing, there's spring outside the window. Let me show you. No, me. no. Let the curtains be, Joe Bear. But it'd do you good, Papa, to see the sun again and feel the warm breath of spring. No, no, no. The sun feels heavy on my eyes now. No matter how mild the breeze, my bones become too quickly chilled. Come <coughs> here. Just sit by me and listen as I asked you. Yes, Papa. I'm listening. This is your spring, Joe Beth. And it's not me with whom you're going to share it. Papa, please. If you're going to talk like that, I won't listen. This is not a sad thing I'm saying, girl. I've had my own spring. And it was a beautiful time. I shared it with your mother and planted the seed of you. I wish you'd drink your broth, Papa. And I wish you'd be still and hear me, daughter. Yes, Papa. Though I am shut up here in this dark room, I st still see the things that concern me. I see what's happening to our country. This talk of fighting, Papa, is it going to happen, do you think? There's no stopping it now, I'm afraid. But the trouble's far away. It needn't reach us here in the valley. It's already our concern. Good Tennessee men are rallying to the Confederate cause. Robert won't have to be a part of it, will he, Papa? Then it is Robert who is your concern. Of course. He's like a brother to me. And a son to me. Robert's so gentle. He could never be a soldier. And Jonathan Grant? What nature of man is he, Joe Beth? What do you know of Jonathan, Papa? I know he is a stranger who has come here with strange new ideas. I know you've been seen in his company. I like him, Papa. I like him a lot. He is a Yankee, Joe Beth. Are we already at war that we're choosing sides? Jonathan believes in progress, Papa. He says there's more to the world than we can see of it here in Gibson Hollow. Well, you find it <coughs> hard to listen to your Papa. I see you've been listening well to Jonathan Grant. <coughs> oh, oh, Papa, if you should make yourself worse because of me, I'll just die. 
<coughs> then I ask you to see no more of this Yankee stranger. But, Papa... It doesn't matter that I'm ill. If I were as well as I've been all my life before this, I'd expect the same respect for my wishes that my daughter has always granted me. But I must see Jonathan, Papa, at least once more. To tell him goodbye, at least. <laughs> Very well. You may see him once more, but only to tell him goodbye. I'm tired now. I want to sleep. Yes, Papa. Oh, Papa, please. Be stubborn. Don't die. Excuse me, I own that shoe store across the street. Uh-huh. Want to buy it? Well... I'll be honest. I have great shoes, but no customers, so I'm ready to sell the whole thing at any price you name it. Twelve dollars. Sold. Mm. Well, now that you own a shoe store, what'll you do with it? Well, advertise. Well, I tried. A lot of newspaper ads, then TV and magazines. Well, I'll probably go radio. R radio? Yeah, according to the latest studies, everyday radio reaches more people than newspaper, TV, or magazines. How did you What's know? more, radio targets customers. I'll match up the right stations for my dressier lines uh -huh. and different stations for young casual. Since radio costs a lot less than newspapers or TV, I'll get good efficiency. <clears throat> Listen, I'd, uh, I'd like to buy my store back from you. Well, at a fair profit. Okay. How much do you... Uh, $156,000. That's a pretty fair profit. Take it or leave it. I'll take it. What you don't know about radio could cost you a lot. What you can learn is free for the asking. Call this radio station or the Radio Advertising Bureau. They brought you this message. Radio. It's red hot. And so the shadow of war stretches across the land. Until, even here in this peaceful Tennessee Valley, lines are drawn, loyalties questioned, and a stranger is branded. What is it, Jonathan? What's wrong? You shouldn't be seen with me anymore, Joe Beth. But it's all right. Papa said I could. For this once more, at least. But if anyone should see us together, the way things are getting to be... Come along, then. I know a place we can go, and no one will see us there. But Joe Beth, I just don't think... It's my special place, Jonathan, deep in the woods. I've gone there to play and dream ever since I was a little girl. I've been wanting to show it to you. All right, then. If it's your special place, I want to see it. You see... Isn't it beautiful? Yes, beautiful. It's a magical place. I used to think that little people came here, fairies, elves, or whatever you might call them. I truly believe they came here. I think maybe they still do. I hope they do, Joe Beth. We're going to have need of a magical place. I don't understand what's happening. I don't like it. Papa wouldn't even listen when I tried to tell him about you. He said you were a Yankee, and that was that. It's what I'm called now. If being a Yankee means I was born and raised up north and love it there, then that's what I am. But it doesn't mean I hate the South and the people here, Joe Beth. I guess that's what Papa thinks. 
Oh, Jonathan, he's forbidden me to see you anymore. What are we going to do? It'll be all right. But I've never gone against Papa's wishes before. And now he he's so sick. Then we won't see each other anymore, Joe Beth. No. No, I couldn't stand not to see you. I, I, I care for you so much, Jonathan. And it doesn't matter to me if you are a Yankee, whatever it means. I care for you too, Joe Beth. Then what are we going to do? I'm going to have to leave here. When? For how long? I don't know. But there would only be trouble if I stay here any longer. And I have to go see for myself what's happening. Oh, Jonathan, I don't want you to leave. I'll be back, I promise you. And maybe by then my people up north and your people down here will have found a peaceful way to settle their differences. Oh, I have an awful feeling that nothing's ever going to be right again. You're going away and Papa's going to die. Your magic place will still be here, Joe Beth. The little people will look after you until I come back. Oh, Jonathan, hold me. Joe Beth? Robert. Sorry, Joe Beth, but I had to come find you. This is Robert Arlington, Jonathan. He, he's like a brother to me. Hello, Arlington. This is Jonathan Grant, Robert. I've heard the name spoken. I can imagine in what tone. Robert and I grew up together. We played here together as children. Yeah, so I knew where to look for you, Joe Beth. And Mammy sent me to find you. Papa? Is he worse? You better come right away, I think. I'll go on ahead. Oh, Jonathan. Our only time together. And, and now I have go to... Go along, Joe Beth. If you were late, you might blame me. Yes, I must hurry. But... I'll be back. I promise you. Miss Joe Beth. Your papa. No, Mammy. No. Oh, Mr. Robert. I'm glad you're here. Oh, Papa. Oh, Papa. He went peaceful, Miss Joe Beth. I should have been here. I shouldn't have gone wandering off. Well, I told him I'd sent Mr. Robert for you. That seemed to put him at ease. He knew you'd look after Miss Joe Beth fine, Mr. Robert. I will as best I can. You know that, don't you, Joe Beth? Yes, Robert. Of course I do. You've looked out for me ever since I was seven. When you pulled that thistle from my foot, remember? Mm -hmm. That's what gave your papa peace at the end. Knowing you had Mr. Robert. I know. But that doesn't bind you to me, Joe Beth. Not just because it was your papa's wish. I'm bound to you by more than that, Robert. I haven't forgotten. Oh, who will tie my shoe? And who will glove my hand? And who will kiss my ruby lips when he is gone? I've heard that young Yankee stranger, Mr. Grant, has turned round and pointed his boots back up north. Hmm. Good thing, I'd say. But things the way they are. He'd about worn out his welcome hereabouts. All the same, he's coming back. 
He isn't gone for good. Well, folks say he's gone for no good. And that is good riddance for Gibson Harlow. It isn't fair. They didn't get to know him like I did. They wouldn't even listen to what he had to say. They heard him talking about his love for the North. But he loves the South, too. One no more than the other. He believes that's the way it should be. And the way it will be one day. If that day's coming, it's a long way off. There's going to be a war between the North and the South, Miss Jobin. You know your papa said so himself. How could papa know? Lying up there so sick in that awful dark room. Everything that was important to Gibson Holler and the South found its way into that dark room. And your papa turned the light of his mind on it. Your papa saw things better than most folks. If there should be war, Manny, what would it mean? What would happen to us? I don't know exactly, child. Lots of things would change, I imagine. I guess we learn to pray harder than we ever prayed before. What about Jonathan Grant? If he's still in the North in this war, what'll happen to him? If there's war... That Yankee man will have to make up his mind just which one he really does love the most, the North or the South. And if it's the North, he sure won't ever be welcome back here. He'll be back. War or no war, it doesn't matter. He'll be back. He promised me. This land is my land. If it's America the Beautiful, why aren't we taking better care of it? Cars are filling the air with pollution. Smokestacks are filling the air with pollution. Lakes and streams are getting loaded with dirt and pollution. We've got to clean it up. So many mornings when I go out of the house, the air smells so bad. Is it that way in cities all across the country? Even in the country, we're getting dirt and smog. It's just not a city thing. The Lung Association asked us to say what we feel about air pollution. I guess this tells you how we feel. We'd like to do something about it, but we need everybody's help. Maybe if we all joined together in a fight against air pollution, with the Lung Association, we could clean the air. You can write for free information to your Lung Association. They'll answer. This message is brought to you as a public service by your Lung Association, who cares about every breath you take. On Yandro's high hill, where them white doves are flying, from bow to bow, and mating with their mates. So why not me with mine? For he's gone away, oh, he's gone away. For to stay a little while. Mm -hmm. The people of the Tennessee Valley heard the song of Jo Beth and saw the gray of her eyes turn to blue as she gazed north over Yandro. But he's coming back if he goes 10,000 miles. Jo Beth? Robert! Oh, 
He startled me. May I sit with you a while? Of course. You never had to ask my permission for such a thing before. Things seem different now. Even between you and me. No. Whatever else happened, nothing will ever change between us. You're not children any longer, Jobeth. Things have already changed between us. My feelings for you haven't changed, Robert. Not a speck. What I feel for anyone else has nothing to do with how I feel for you. Remember, I said your papa's wish wasn't binding on you. I wasn't thinking of papa's wish. Let me finish. I feel bound by my promise to look after you. You needn't, Robert. You needn't feel bound to me. Oh, I didn't mean to make it sound like a burden. It, it could never be that. It's just that now... I have to go away. Go away? Where to? What for? Well, the news is certain now. There's war. And the fighting's not only in the east. It's right here in Tennessee as well. Yankees are set on marching through our whole state. But they won't come here. Not to Gibson Holler. Well, I want to make certain they won't. I'm going to join up with the Tennessee Army. But you're a farmer, Robert, not a soldier. It's a farmer's job to protect his land. Yankees are locusts, a plague come to ravage our good southern soil. So you'll put aside your plow and, and pick up a gun and kill them? If it comes to that, I guess I'll have to. No. I remember once when, when we were children, climbing up on that old oak tree over there. You accidentally knocked a nest off the limb and looked down to see the baby birds dead on the ground. You hadn't done it on purpose. You hadn't meant to kill him. I know. I remember. And do you remember how you cried? Cried so hard you couldn't stop. When you become a soldier who kills on purpose, will you be allowed to cry, Robert? Yankees are not harmless baby birds. They're men. Some of them as gentle and kind as you. I have to do what I have to do, Joe Beth. And I feel it's part of my promise to look after you. Going off to kill or be killed? I'll thank you to do neither on my account, Robert Arlington. <laughs> Joe Beth, I shall miss you. We've been together all our lives, practically. Until lately, anyway. Lately? I've been here same as always. I haven't budged from Gibson Hollis since I was born. But all these last months, while you seem to be here, as always, you're, you're truly miles away. Your heart rode out over Yandra with Jonathan Grant. Oh, Robert, I can't help but wonder where he is, how he is. Just the same as I'll wonder and worry if you go off as you say you're gonna. Just the same, Jobe? <laughs> no, not the same. It's true, Robert. If Jonathan is off someplace fighting for what he believes and, and you go to fight against him for what you believe then my heart will be as torn apart as this nation, truly. Have you seen a mammy drilling in the field like toy soldiers, practically every man in Gibson Holler, Henry the blacksmith, Francis Abercrombie the clockmaker, the men off all the farms, Thomas Price, Stuart Forbes and his two boys, and Mr. Robert? And Robert. He's bound and determined to go off to this war. Well, you couldn't expect anything else, Miss Jobeth. And your papa would be proud. Papa'd be drilling out on that field right along with the rest. I know that. 
Mr. Roberts says those Yankees have set out to march their way right through Tennessee. I know. If that's true, then maybe... Miss Jobet, you haven't still got your mind fastened on that young Yankee man who rode out of here way last spring, have you? I just want to know, Mammy. Know where he is and if he's all right. Well, you better hope he's nowhere around here. With that company of Confederates out there getting all fired up to go shoot themselves some Yankees. I just can't imagine it, Mammy. Robert firing a gun at another human being. Or, or Big Henry the Smithy, who, who'd never even say a cross word to a mule. War. Why can't they just play soldiers and let it go at that? Ah, it's too bad they can't, Miss Jobet. For a fact. Jobet? Robert, come in and rest yourself from all that tromping up and down and pointing your hunting rifles at each other. We'll leave tonight, Jobet. All of us. Oh, Robert, no. Then the war has come here to Gibson Hollow for sure. If we're going to see all our men folks march off to go soldiering. There won't be anything to see. Band playing and flag waving we'll have to keep till we get back home. After we won the war and sent the Yankees back where they belong. You mean sometime tonight, when nobody's looking, the whole lot of you are just going to go off down the road and, and that's it? We're assembling at dusk and peeling off in pairs through the woods where we won't be seen. There's a chance Yankee patrols may be in these parts already. Well, I'll fix you a packet of food to take along, Mr. Robert. I'll fix it right now. Thanks, Mammy. It'll be welcome for sure. I don't like it. I don't like the whole thing one bit. <laughs> you don't like anything to change, Jovet. You never did. Too many things are changing too fast. I'll be remembering how it used to be when I'm riding through your magic place in the woods tonight. <laughs> Maybe the little people will come a ways with me. I hope they'll go all the way with you, Robert, wherever this war takes you. Wherever I go, you'll be with me in my heart, Jobeth. And you'll be in mine, as you always have been. I'll build me a desert on Yandro's high hill Where the wild beast won't bother me Nor hear my sad cry for he's gone away for to stay a little while. Joe Beth. Who is it? Who's there? It's me, Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan, it is you. I can scarcely believe it. I told you I'd come back, Joe Beth. I knew you would. You look the same. Pretty as ever. I'm glad that you at least haven't changed. I've grown up. I'm more a woman now than a girl. Yes. With all that's happened, I suppose you are. Oh, Jonathan, you shouldn't be here. That, that Yankee uniform could get you shot. I hated joining up on one side against the other, Joe Beth. But I have to tell you... I do believe in what the North is fighting for. Freedom for all people. I don't understand any of it. I only know I don't believe in killing for any reason. I haven't needed to point my gun yet. I pray I never have to fire it. I wonder if I could. Robert said the same. But he's leaving this very night to fight this war, too. 
Only on the other side. There shouldn't be sides. There shouldn't be a war. We should all want what's best for this country and fight together to win it. I tried to explain to folks around here that's how you felt, and that was your reason for riding back up north. Nobody would listen. And you'd better ride off again quickly before any of our men who are still about learn that you're here. I have to ride off again, Joe Beth. I have no choice. But I had to make good my promise to you. I trusted your word, but I didn't wish you to risk your life for it. I'll be back, if this stupid war allows it. Goodbye, Jonathan. Take care. Don't worry. I'll make it safely through the woods by night. The woods? No, no, you mustn't. The woods are alive with southern rebels tonight. Your magic place, Joe Beth, remember? I'll be safe there. No, no, Jonathan. Goodbye for now, Joe Beth. That's the kind of world we were made to live in, a green and beautiful environment. And when we make it ugly, we pay an enormous price in all sorts of tensions and the physical and emotional ills they cause. That's a fact of life. So the beauty you grow in your yard is more than beauty. It's a matter of survival. We've got a big green world to share. All we have to do is care. Public service from the Green Survival People and the American Association of Nurserymen. Lorne Green again, and here's the fourth act of The Legend of Gibson Holler. Miss Joe Beth, why do you think you're fixing to go this time of night? I have to find Robert. Mr. Robert? But he's somewhere off in the woods by now. I know. But you can't go traipsing all through the woods this time of night, Miss Joe Beth. Oh, Mammy, ever since I was little, I've sneaked off to my special place in the woods many a night without you or Papa knowing. I, I wanted to see the little people dance. Well, there's more than your little people dancing in the woods tonight. You go creeping through there now, you're likely to be mistook for a yank and get yourself shot. Oh, don't even speak of such a thing, Mammy. That's just why I must hurry and find Robert. You see, there, there is a Yankee trying to make his way through these woods tonight. Miss Joe Beth, you talking about that young Mr. Grant? You mean he's dared to come back into these parts with the way things are? Only to keep his promise to me, Mammy. And now he's set off through the woods where, where Robert and the others are... I have to hurry. But Miss Joe Beth, you're likely to get hurt. And whatever are you thinking you can do? I don't know, Mammy. I don't know. I only know I can't just stay here and do nothing. Oh, child. You got as much chance of seeing your little people dance as you have of stepping between a Yankee and a rebel and stopping this war. Robert? Robert, can you hear me? It's Joe Bear. Spiffy? Mr. Abercrombie? <gasps> 
Jonathan. Oh, oh no. Oh. I'm all right, Jobet. Who who did it, Jonathan? I don't know. I didn't I didn't see anybody. Oh, I ha- I have to get you back to the house so Mammy and I can tend to you. I don't You'll have to try to get back on your horse. I I, I don't think Here. Let, let me help you. But you you shouldn't. You expect me just to leave you here bleeding? But hush now. Hush now. You you save your breath. Rest as easy as you can while I lead your horse back. Mammy, Mammy, come help me, please. Miss Jobet, you all right, child? It's Jonathan. He's been shot. Help me get him into the house. Yes, sir, Miss Jobet. You sure a poor man's still alive? Oh, he has to be. He's a Yankee soldier, Miss Jobet. There's apt to be trouble. It doesn't matter. We have to help him, Mammy. Of course we will, child. Of course we will. But I don't know if we can. Appears to me he's hurt pretty bad, Miss Jobet. Oh, Jonathan. Jonathan. Jobet? Robert, Jobet. Let me in. Robert? But... I thought you were gone with the others. I had to come back when I found out that one of us had shot a Yankee soldier in the woods. It wasn't me, Joe Beth. I want you to know that. Oh, I knew it wasn't. I knew it couldn't be. Come in, Robert. It isn't important which one of us it was. He just panicked when he saw a real live Yankee soldier. Maybe I'd have done the same. I don't know. No, Robert. You wouldn't have. Anyway, when he told me he'd done it, I guessed right away who the Yankee probably was, and I went back to see if I could do anything. And I saw the trail of blood, and I followed it here. I'd gone to look for you to, to let you know that Jonathan was riding through the woods, that he wasn't on army business. He'd only come to see me. I'm sorry, Jobet. It's hurt pretty bad, Robert. Mammy's doing what she can. All the same, you know you shouldn't be harboring a Yankee soldier. You ought to turn him over to somebody. Who, Robert? You? Is that why you came? To take him captive? We are at war, Joe Beth, and I am a soldier now. And Jonathan is not just a harmless baby bird you've knocked to the ground. I told you I didn't shoot him, Joe Beth. But I think now he should be turned over to the authorities. Then that is what you came to do. I just don't want you to get in trouble. If your papa was here, you know that's what he'd do. But papa isn't here. And you may be a soldier at war, Robert, but I'm not. But don't you see? It would be the best for him. He's wounded. He'd be given care, probably better than you and Mammy can give him here. It's the right thing to do, Joe Beth. Now you sound just like Papa. Very well. Your prisoner is in there, on the sofa. Joe Beth. (sighs) Maybe I can help Mammy see to his wound. Thank you, Robert. How is he now, Mammy? Much better, Miss Jobet. His fever's even most gone. He's going to make it fine. Oh, Mammy, I'm so glad. Well, you can mostly be glad Mr. Robert came back to help. He got that bullet out and fixed up the wound good as any doctor. Robert was always patching up hurt animals. Me, too, whenever I got banged or scratched. Guess he could have been a doctor if he chose to. 
Only now he's a soldier with a soldier's job to do. You mean take Jonathan prisoner? Mm -hmm. But he can't. He can't save Jonathan's life, and it, it just doesn't make sense. Don't guess much of anything about war makes sense, child. But, Jonathan, are you sure you feel able to ride again? I'm sure. Robert? Goodbye, Joe Beth. Take care of yourself. Good care, Joe Beth. Same as you gave me. Goodbye, Jonathan. Goodbye, Robert. Be careful. Both of you. Just about to the place where that Johnny Red bullet stopped you, Mr. Grant. I recognize it well enough, Mr. Arlington. I just wish, if I had to be shot, it didn't have to be here, in this particular spot. Joe Beth's magic place, you mean? Yes. Joe Beth is right. This was a magic place. No place for wounding and killing and soldiering. I guess then it was magic to you, too. Yes. And still is place where time stops. Things can be the way they were. Yeah, that takes magic, all right. So you ought to be glad that bullet struck you down here, Mr. Grant. How so? Because it doesn't count. It doesn't? It never happened. Which means I should be on about my business as I was. And you should see to yours, as you were, Mr. Grant. May Joe Beth's little people ride with you. And may they stay close by your side as well, Mr. Arlington. He's gone away for to stay a little while. But he's coming back if he goes 10,000 miles. Awful, Mammy. Did you see? They put up a bulletin in front of Mr. Abercrombie's store. A casualty list, they call it. I saw a child. And Mr. Abercrombie's name was first on the list. I know. And, and some of the others, too. Stuart Forbes and both his sons. Oh, I can't believe it. It's a hard thing. A hard thing. If they post any more lists, I'm not going to look. Well, there'll be more. More every day, I fear. Robert's name mustn't be there. It can't be. I pray not, Miss Jobeth. And Jonathan, if anything happens to Jonathan, how will I even know? You know, child. You know. Oh, it's happened. I know it, just like Mammy said I would. I knew that Robert was dead the instant it happened, weeks before his name was put on the list. And now I know Jonathan is gone, too. Now I know there are no little people, and there is no magic place. Not anymore.
the conclusion of our story after these words. Hello, this is Bob Keeshan, also known as Captain Kangaroo. Our basic philosophy is to teach children through entertainment, to challenge children to use their imagination, to encourage creative self-expression at home and with their friends. One of the best tools we have is music, music that children can make themselves or that they can enjoy as listeners. The musical interests that are stimulated by programs such as Captain Kangaroo need to be developed by continued participation in musical activities at home and in the school. Music participation should be available to every child, an important part of the daily school experience, because music is basic to education and to personal growth. Being part of a band or a chorus provides a needed creative outlet as well as teaching self-discipline and cooperation. Support the music programs in your school. Help a child grow. A public service message from the American Music Conference. There is a legend now in Gibson Hollow, the story told of nights when the moon hangs low over the peaceful Tennessee Valley, when among the creature sounds of the woods, folks swear they hear the song of Joe Beck. Oh, who will tie my shoes? And who will glove my hand? And who will kiss my ruby lips when he is gone? Joe Bear. Robert, where are you? Over here. Bet you can't find me. Oh, Robert, don't play tricks on me. Come on, Joe Bear. Remember how we used to play hide-and-seek here when we were children? We're not children anymore, Robert. This is our magic place, where things can be the way they were. No, Robert. There is no magic place. Hush. Don't let the little people hear you say that. There are no little people. Joe Bear. Jonathan. I promised you I'd come back. Oh, Jonathan, are you truly here? I had to come back to this place, Joe Beth. And Robert, you're truly here too? Come and find me, Joe Beth. And who's to say she isn't there still? The girl with the blue-gray eyes, singing of her true love, and watching her little people dance. For he's coming back if he goes ten thousand miles. Dad, my skin is all itchy. You have a rash. Uh, dear, do we have anything for Amy's rash? Uh-huh. Cordaid. Cordaid? Cordaid, the new hydrocortisone cream. What I used for my eczema. And what I used for my dermatitis. Hmm, Cordaid. Cordaid also gives temporary relief for poison ivy, insect bites, and other itches and rashes. And I can use it, too? Yes, even for you, Amy. For skin irritation, itches, and rashes, Cordaid's the one. A new breakthrough. Cordaid with hydrocortisone. Ask your pharmacist or doctor about Cordaid. Read and follow label directions. Hello, I'm Roger Staubach. There's an important birthday coming up soon. In 1980, our friends in the Salvation Army will be marking their 100th anniversary in the United States. Think of the good that this organization does in just one year, then multiply that by 100. I think this is the time to say thank you, Salvation Army, for helping the troubled, the needy, the friendless. 
and we wish you another 100 years of service to God and man. The Mutual Radio Theater is brought to you five nights a week at this time. Tonight's original radio play, The Legend of Gibson Holler, was written by Shirley Gordon and produced and directed by Fletcher Markle. Your host was Lorne Green. Our star was Tony Tennille. Featured in the cast were Helen Martin, Michael Miner, Robert Towers, and Dawes Butler. The Mutual Radio Theater theme was composed by Nelson Riddle. John Harlan speaking. The Elliott Lewis production of Mutual Radio Theater is a presentation of CBI. Mutual Radio Theater has been brought to you by Corte, the new hydrocortisone cream from Upjohn, a significant breakthrough providing temporary relief from skin irritations, itches, and rashes. This is Andy Griffith. Join us tomorrow at this same time. I've got another story I think you'll find riotously amusing. This is Ajax with a reminder to join us again next time for comedy, music, mystery, and drama on CreamCityUSA.com.